Hi, I'm David. And I'm Shay. And we are Board on the Air on CFCR, where we talk about board games and board game related topics. On tonight's show, we'll be covering the news, what we've been playing, and for our main topic is lists of top games. And more specifically, the ones that come out from mainstream publishers and stuff, and the games really aren't top games. Yeah, like we the the, re, the thing that sparked this was the Polygon top twenty two game list, and I I say top twenty two. It's like yeah, it's not really uh like best games ranked one to twenty two. It's a little bit different than that, but we can get into it. Yeah, uh, but there's other ones out there I know that I've seen. Yeah, we it, we wanted something to rant about, so we thought we'd pick this topic. Why not, right? <laughs> okay, uh, what we've been playing. Uh, I got a couple of games played last week. Excellent. A couple of new games played. Uh, first one is Mind Management. Uh, this is a one verse many hidden movement game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one guy is trying to re- recruit people to his criminal organization, and the other guys are agents trying to stop him and arrest him. Uh, the game takes place over... 15 or 16 rounds, depending on if you're playing an introductory level or the main game. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the board has... It's a busy board with a bunch of different shops and places and stuff all in a... about a 10 by 15 grid. Uh, And start of the game, the, the one versus guy grabs three cards and that's where he can recruit from. And there's 15 or five spots for each card on the board. Uh, He picks a location to start and he does four movements. Mm -hmm. Uh, And his goal is to recruit 12 bad guys in the main game, nine or 12 recruits or nine in the introductory. Uh, We just went right to the main game because we've played enough games that we didn't think we needed to be spoon-fed. Fair enough. Uh, The agents are going around trying to find out where he is and they can ask if he's visited different locations and if he has, he has to tell them. Uh, He also has four assistants on the boards that can protect him, but we can also kick those assistants out of locations and stuff to get information. It's called a shakedown, sort of like Batman grabbing him, saying, Swear to me! (laughs) All right, sure. Okay. Uh, Really neat game. Uh, We, it was me and Jordan versus Norm. We caught him in the second last round. Just because we finally stopped to say, okay, this is where he started. Because when you find out where he is, you can visit the location, or where he's been, you can visit the location, and it tells you on what turn. Uh, and he can never visit the same space twice. Okay. Uh, so you're doing this sort of serpentine thing to go around. Big game of snake. A big game of snake, exactly. And by adding up the amount of spaces or amount of turns he's had to where we were in the game, we were able to figure it out or yeah. make a good guess, and our guess was right. He thought he had us beat because we had, I believe, two turns left or two turns left. And either he had recruited enough or he we hadn't caught him. He wins either way. Nice. Yeah. I thought it was a very cool game. Uh, the only other really hidden movement games I've played are Star, 
or uh, Scotland Yard. And Fury of Dracula. And Fury of Dracula. Fury of Dracula was fun until the one card came out that sort of ruined it for us. And it was just not knowing that that card was in the thing more than anything. Yeah. Uh, Scotland Yard is, it, I find it a lot of fun. Uh, I only play it on the app for the most part. And it's solid. So that having a new take on that, that was interesting. And it's got a legacy aspect to it or a campaign aspect to it that depending on who wins, they get a bonus package to open up. So we won last week, so he has a bonus package to make him stronger. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it, it's this give and take back and forth. Uh, we're going to keep playing it for a few weeks, I suspect, because it, it was interesting and we enjoyed it. Yeah, it sounds actually like a game I'd want to try. Yeah, I, I think you would enjoy it. I think uh, it, it, it uh, hit a lot of spots that uh, were fun. Uh, we played it extremely poorly. Yeah. <laughs> But we're able to deduce at the end where he was. Because we didn't really figure out other than where he started, which places he had been, or, or on what turns. Because they were down away from where our, our guys were. Oh, okay, <laughs> so yeah. So it, it was to work and, you know, his extra guys on the board can also recruit. and But you know where they have to go to recruit and they have to have two guys on the same type of place. So we were trying to, I had one character that uh, could lock those guys out of those spots. So very neat. Uh, well worth uh, an attempt to play or try it out if you have an opportunity. Mind management. Excellent. The other game I got to play is uh, a Vladimir Suchi game. One of his original ones, I think his first games called Shipyard. And in it, you're building ships and then taking them on cruises to collect points uh there's a whole bunch of rondelles in this where you're you're moving up those tracks to get stuff or right. moving those circles to get stuff uh the neat aspect of this game is how you pick your actions and, and it's so you're there's i'm gonna say 10 different actions and they're all little pieces on this track this horse track or whatever and you pick one at the start of your turn, or start of your next turn, you move that to the front, and then you have to pick one of the ones behind that one. So you, you can never take the same action two turns in a row. And if people are on it, you can't take those actions as well. Sort of. Right. Uh, so you pick an, pick an action, and if you're behind the people, in, if there's people in front of you on the track, so closer to this, where you just put your one, you get income of one per each person. Uh, if the action hasn't been used and there's blank spaces between it and the one above, for every three of those, you get an income as well. And money's important because you can spend six coins to get a free action. So that's how you can use those ones that other people are on. Right. Or reuse one that you've done before. Really interesting game, really thinky game. There was a lot of a lot of AP as to where I wanted to go, what I wanted to get. Because uh, there is so much going on and there are so many different actions you can take. Because there's, you have to get ship parts and you can take up to three ship parts and they have a cost of zero, one, or two. Uh, there's canals because you have to have somewhere to fly to take your ship. And if your canal isn't long enough for the speed of your ship, you can't, You it's a wasted ship you just built. Right. Uh, there's... Uh, captains and crane operators and military people 
to operate those pieces of your ship that you can add to your ship. And the different pieces have cabins and mounts for those different items. Uh, your speed is calculated by if you have a prop and a steam engine or in a stack, and then additional speed for more stacks and sails. Right. Uh, on the canals, there's special spaces you're going to land on that will give you different uh, bonuses as you're going along. Uh, you know, some turns, I think Jordan and Norm were getting 23 to 26 points for their ship that they built and sent on a cruise. I was more in the 11 to 13 <laughs> range. So right along with your normal ability to play games. Yes. You know, I, I am very good at losing games. <laughs> <laughs> Love them. But not good at them. Not good off the start. Uh, the more we play games, the better I get. <laughs> Not like your mom level. Yeah. But better than you guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sh Shay's one that gets games fast. I win the first game and then that's it. Yeah. Uh, so Shipyard. Uh, Suchi's the guy who did uh, Pulsar 2849. Uh, and Underwater Cities. Lots of very good games and I really like his stuff. And this one popped up on my radar couple weeks ago because i hadn't really seen it or didn't know anything about it found it was him norm's like do you want to play this next week and we're like yeah because mm -hmm. that's the type of dry euro that we like yeah or i like i'm aware yeah jordan wants more interaction uh yeah, jordan so likes that's where he, games. he likes mind management like that was right up his alley he prefers to be the one versus person but it worked pretty well with me and him cool uh, I didn't get any games played because school is still kicking my butt. Yep. If you guys want me to play games, you got to tell my professors to give me less homework. Um, but... It is a holiday tomorrow, or the day of the show here. Yes. However, still got homework to do. Um, but there are games that we have or that just came in and also should be coming in this week. That yes. we will get to play. So we'll get some Kickstarter stuff finally showing up. We'll, we'll talk. I want to talk about the Kickstarters that are in. Then you can talk about the news. Okay. So we have Role Player Adventures and Cartographer's Collector's Edition that Which just is showed up. Cartographer Heroes. The Collector's Edition is the box to hold the verse one and this one. Right. Uh, now I did not back this one, so I don't know much about what it is, but I can see that it's a giant box with some pretty cool artwork on it. Uh, I mean, obviously, I've played cartographers before, but this one will have uh, more maps, more, more maps, more expansions, stuff like that. And yeah. then role player adventures. I've played role player. This looks to be a uh, basically Gloomhaven version of it, or like a campaign version of it. So yeah. instead of you building your character, you build the character and you do other things. Well, and that's the thing. If you have role player, you can play a game of role player and take those characters that you built in that game. And bring them into role player adventures. There's also pre made characters in there. Yeah. And then you're playing your dungeon crawl D and D yeah. adventure. Sounds really cool. It's a giant box. So it's fifteen it's pounds. Huge. So I'm looking forward to playing it. Yeah, there is a lot of content in there. Uh one of the guys on the uh board gamers or Bridge City Board Gamers Facebook page said it took them 45 minutes just to get it organized last night. Oh, I love it. I can't wait. I love organizing. Yeah. Jordan, uh, Jordan is super pumped for that one. That's, that's the thing. Jordan's going to get to organize it. this one, but yeah. I love organizing. 
The other one is I finally got an uh, update on when Dinosaur World is coming in, and it says this week. Like, it says Friday. We'll see if that's true. Well, but, if it's shipped Monday or Tuesday, it's three days. So yeah. That, so that adds up. That should be coming in very soon. I actually signed up to be a playtester or is interested in playtesting the game, like, online. Yeah. But now that it's coming in, I might just email and say, never mind. We got the game. I have people I can play with. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, excited for that one. Yeah, and then there's a few stacking up behind that. We got uh, Paladins expansion coming, and we have the new one from the dice game coming yeah and then uh, next year we'll be getting into the uh there's some big stuff well there. i got actually the tiny epic yeah, tiny epic tiny dungeons epic and, and everdell as well everdell we have an issue yeah we have problems <laughs> we have problems please help us <laughs> okay into the news you're once more on cfcr and we are board in the air david and shay uh few pieces of news familiar ties from Jerry Hawthorne. Uh, this is the guy that does the storybook games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ones I want to play and have yet to play. Yes. Uh, this is adds a co-op deck building aspect to it. And you are Wizards Familiars. Oh, cool. And you are raising a displaced princess. Hmm. It, look, all his stuff has been good that we've played. Uh, the We haven't played a lot of it. Uh, the one that we did play uh, was the one in the dreams, right? I can't Sorry? remember the name. The one with where we entered the person's dreams. And oh, tra- yep, yep. I can't remember the name of it. Uh, it was good, just not our type of game. Yeah. Uh, so we did sell that one. But Aftermath, Mice and Mystics, uh, Stuff Fables all look really, really good. Uh, we just haven't played those ones. And this one looks fun too. It, it's a neat, neat idea. Crimes and Capers. Uh, this looks to be a new sort of unlock exit series. Uh, they're saying it's a new take on murder, murder mystery parties. Okay, cool. Uh, sort of a little bit of that, uh, what is it, uh, Blood on the Clock Tower type yep. idea where everybody has roles. Some of it's a little bit scripted. Uh, we hosted Murder Mystery Party back in the 90s. And had a good time with it. You definitely hosted one, though, when I was alive. Because I remember one. Okay, maybe it was early 2000s. Yeah, because I remember when you guys... Because you guys were upstairs oh, with yeah. the tables and stuff. Yeah, you would have been like five I was something. young, but I remember it. Yeah, so I'm curious on these. Uh, looks to be a bunch of them coming. Uh, and Renegade Games, I think, is the people that are producing them. And one of the people there actually was part of Host of Murder originally so yeah. some some legacy aspects there for uh history of being able to do these games cool unlock games speaking of <laughs> uh their new thing is they uh they do a three pack of games now and, and they're theme based so they did a star wars one and they've done a couple other ones uh they just announced unlock game adventures and this is based on pandemic Ticket to Ride, and Mysterium in this box. Oh. I would get that. It looks cool, right? All their stuff looks good. And the nice thing about the unlock ones versus the exit ones is when you play it, you can package it back up and repurpose it. You can give it to somebody to replay. Uh, Exit, you're cutting stuff up, and it's very cool. 
I will not knock the exit stuff because we had a good time and we have another one to play, I believe. It would just... the be, Being able to reuse them and not not throw out all the... Or recycle all this cardboard every time you play a game. Right. Right? Board games are not great for recycling. They yeah. use a lot of paper. <laughs> lot, some of them recycle paper by... But they're, environmentally, it is a gray area, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, Living Forest. This is a new one from a Danish uh, game designer who I've never heard of, and this is his first game. Uh, this one is, uh, they said, similar to Mystic Veil. Vale, so it's got an aspect of push your luck as you're drawing cards. So you keep drawing, but you can bust as you're doing it. Okay. Uh, but if you stop or wherever you stop, you can use the points you've added up to take actions on the game board and stuff like that. Right. Uh, that's all I really know about it. Uh, I know Mystic Veil is more of that uh, D&D type idea, where this one is you're in a forest and you're trying to develop that forest from what I could tell. Okay. Looks neat. Could be good. Yeah. We like pushy luck games. We like... Uh, that's... I've never played Mystic Veil. The only thing I know about it is there's card card crafting in it. So you have cards and sleeves and you're putting other cards that are clear that go over top of those ones that make your cards better. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, and it's from John LeCare who does Space Base and a few other of his that we've played. <laughs> I can't think <laughs> of him right now, of course, but he's he's pretty prolific. He is not associated with this game at all. But they have compared it to his game. Okay. Uh, that is the news. Cool. Yeah. It's short, but some interesting stuff. Wait, Excellent. Wait for next week. Next week's news is going to be a whole new ball of wax. We are changing stuff up, but I'm going to leave that as a surprise. Whole new ball of wax, eh? Whole new what ball of wax. What are you, 80? <laughs> I am a young 80. <laughs> I have the body of an 80-year-old. Yeah. The brain of a 14-year-old. No. Nice. <laughs> okay, let's get into our main topic. Yes. So, Shay, this is one that you came up with. Yep. And expand. Okay, so something we're pretty familiar with, um, and it's kind of building off of our BGG Top 100, right, uh, is lists, articles that say, here are the top this many games, right? or top, top games, here are the best this type of game. BGG does their top 100 in general based off of all of their reviews and everything like that. So that one has more of an algorithm behind it. Yep. It's a ranking system. Specifically, I want to talk about the publish publications, like mainly BuzzFeed would be one that would do it. Uh, the one that I saw today excuse me, is Polygon. Yeah. Um, and there's a couple other Forbes, ones. Forbes, I've seen do yeah, it. Yeah, Forbes. I think uh, also the um, New York Times has done one. Yeah. Um, I, IGN tried to get into some of this. Yeah. But I only ever saw two or three articles and then they sort of went away. Yeah. So these lists are usually seen as buyer guides, right? Yes. Uh, so I have the Polygon one open, and that's probably the right. one I'd be using to base this off. So for those of you who don't know, Polygon was actually introduced to me more as a video game publication. Yep. Uh, and I actually came to them from YouTube. 
uh, because I watch their videos out there and they do make really good content. So yeah. I do think they're they're a great content creator. One thing I would like to add before we get into this is this is not bashing on content creators that do top 10 lists. No, no. Our thing with that, those guys, they do their research. They've played the games. They've done yeah. this. A lot of these lists that I've read, it doesn't... I, it doesn't look like they've ever played a board game in their lives. Yes. And they're just grabbing information from yeah. I don't know where. Yeah. And I'll give Polygon credit. They do play board games. I've okay. seen them. They have a, a side channel uh, or a section called Overboard where they play board games instead okay. of playing video games. So I'll give them some credit there. They've played games. Most of the ones they play on their channels are party games. But they have play like uh, like they play um, werewolf and stuff okay. like that. Yeah. But they play games, right? So I'll give them some credit there. However, I do think they fall into the 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 a weird trend of like picking when they say like here's the they call this an essentials list of board games, right? They definitely pick games that I wouldn't put on an essentials list. Yeah. Now, arguably, they do say. Like, they mentioned Kickstarter and stuff, and they do say this is kind of a, this is in print, they're easier to find, this is something that everybody might be interested in, stuff like that. Uh, something for everybody on there. And so there's some good ones. Like, they start off with Seven Wonders, um, they have thing, and but then they go to Blood Rage. So this obviously isn't listed in any order, and I think yeah. that's maybe what takes away from this article, is that they don't say, hey, here's Beginner, Right. They don't say, hey, here's the advanced ones. They say, okay, Seven Wonders, perfect. Then they say Blood Rage. And then they say Cash and Guns, right? Like, and then and then they go to Catan Jr. And I would say, <laughs> I, I read through this list. Catan is not on here. Just Catan Jr. is on here. Okay. But they also have things, well, Codenames is next. And then they have things like, well, Descent, Legends of the Dark and Gloomhaven, and Pandemic Legacy. So a $200 game is an Essentials game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. And, I mean, I get where they're going with this, where they're trying to kind of have something for everyone, but the list, if I was reading that and I didn't know board games, I would have no idea which one to go with. Well, and if you pick up some of those games, oh, this is an Essentials game, it's going to turn a beginner... Yeah. person off like they give an explanation as to what those games are good for right but it's still it's still a hard sell to put in a list in between like Catan jr and gloomhaven those are two very different levels of games and very different games i don't know if you could trust people enough to do their research well, for that some of these lists that i've seen they're still bringing in like monopoly and yep. different versions of yep. Uno, or some of these games that they've now started to bring twists to, like Monopoly Dice. And... Yeah, I will say, the one that I saw in here that I actually would love to try, it's called Clask. Clask looks fun. Like, <laughs> when they sell it as a mashup of Crokino and Air Hockey, and it's magnetic, I'm like, okay, this looks kind of weird, but I think it might be well, actually fun. <laughs> and you sit it there, and you're playing from underneath. Uh, yeah, 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 that's what the picture and, looked like. And there's like. little magnetic white things on there that will attach to your paddle as well. And if you get too many of them, you lose a point as well. It looks cool. Yeah. We've never played it, but it looks like a lot of fun. It's the first time I've heard about it, but <laughs> oh, it really? looks neat. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I guess my big issue with lists like this is it they're not 
they're not j doing a good job of bringing board games to the masses. That's the thing. They and I think where like Polygon's list misses out is the categorization, yeah. right? Like fair enough. They don't call it a top 22 list and there's 22 games. Also a weird number. They don't call it a top 22 list. They don't say, you know, you should own every game on this list. They say it's, it's an essentials list with kind of something for everyone. But if they would have categorized it as here's a game for a beginner, here's a game for a midweight, here's a game for advanced, that would help your consumer figure out what game is good for them, right? Yeah, I guess that's another piece of it is who, who are these lists for? Yeah. Right? Don't just throw out a list on board games for the sake of putting out that board games are popular, I need to put out a list to make my site more popular. Yeah. Right? It, that just, it drives me nuts. Yeah. It, it, you, you, they, the, none of these lists do a yeah. good job of picking an audience, for one, explaining who this audience is, and then actually giving them good advice that's easy to follow. Yeah. They but... either take straight from the top 100 and just say, take it, or they pick random games. Yeah, like, and that, and that's the biggest thing that I see is the randomness of the games. Like, it's like, how how do you have Gloomhaven with Connect Four on the same list, yeah, right? right? Yeah. And I've seen lists like this. It's like, okay, what was the most popular Kickstarter in the last few years? Oh, let's put it on the list. They're like, okay, Gloomhaven's top, like the the top of the this list. We should probably put it on here. But also it's really expensive, so let's grab one of these basic kid games, right? Somebody's got a copy of Battleship somewhere, right? Yeah. And I think I wouldn't be as harsh on these lists if the person came out and said, okay, this is how I researched it. This is how I came up with these yeah. games. This this was my criteria. And when you see a lot of the top 10 lists from content creators, that's what they do it before they start their list whatsoever. Is they're like, okay, this is how I saw it. You know, and <laughs> Dice Tower is getting to the point where it's it's about 15 minutes before you actually get into a list because they're going back and forth as as to how they pick their list. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. Right? Like this, this specific article, the only thing they say about what this list is, they say, just as we've done for PC and console gaming, we've assembled a comprehensive list of the very best modern board games. Everything here is still in print and available for a fair price. We've done our best to hit all the major genres as well, from hardcore strategy games to lighter family fare. That's all they tell us. Which, while not incorrect, yeah. I would argue possibly with the best modern board games. Um, and also, it they say they have everything, and then it's very, you just have to decide. What it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it, it's a frustration, and for me, one of the hardest questions I will ever try to answer is what board game do you recommend yeah you know there are way too many follow-up questions to that before i can recommend anything right yeah Every, everybody's different every everybody's experience is different yeah you know and, and i don't want to give somebody go get this game go buy it and they hate it yeah right? exactly <laughs> no and and i think that maybe brings us to a point that i I would say these lists could have a place. Yes. They just aren't being done well. I, I, I think that's, that is the biggest thing. I think there. that's what we've uh, arrived at is that, because like you said, everybody's taste is different. So yeah. yes, it's useful to have a list with a bunch of different games on it. But tell them, tell them how these games work. Like don't just shoot out a list and say, here you go. These are the best ones. 
Yeah, it's just you know, take your time, play the games. Yeah. Don't don't just look at a game, read it, and say, "Oh, that sounds good. It's number one on BGG. It should be on this list." Yeah. I'm not saying Gloomhaven is a bad option, but no. Gloomhaven Jaws of the Lion is a better option. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, these lists, some of them I read, are just drive me nuts. Yeah, I'll give Polygon credit. A lot of the games on there are actually really good games. I'd say at least half of them are games that I recognize and have played and know have good reviews on them, like Machi Koro 2 and stuff like that. Yeah. But there's also wild, like, random games on there, and the fact that there's no organization kills me. Yeah. Okay, I'm David. And I'm Shay. We will talk to you next week. Have a good night.